the Two Finger Guns Club presents Foul Mouthed, the network's newest series celebrating the delightful peculiarities, linguistic oddities, and interesting flavors of swear words across different languages. I'm your host, Dora. Happy New Year, everyone! On this season's last episode, we've decided to escape winter for a bit and go on a trip somewhere warm, Thailand. Guest Rajirai is here to share some extremely creative Thai profanities, and joining in on the fun is a person who doesn't know a word of Thai, Dan. We'll get started right after these messages. Let me ask you something. Do you watch wrestling? Either way, I have a podcast I want you to check out. Smart and Friends is the wrestling podcast that's not just for wrestling fans. Sometimes we watch wrestling with content creators or emerging artists who don't watch wrestling. Other times we'll invite a wrestler to talk about their interesting projects outside the squared circle. Or maybe we'll do something else entirely, as long as we think wrestling fans and people outside of our fandom will get a kick out of it. Catch Smart and Friends from the Two Finger Guns Club wherever you catch your podcasts. We're sampling a delicious box of cherry-picked swears from a culture where cursing is a big deal. But first, I'll ask for my guest's help with untying the ribbon of this season's finale. Hi, Regira. Hi, Dan. Thanks for joining me for the last episode of the year. First of all, Happy New Year to both of you as well as our listeners. Hi, Dora. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you planning on spending the last days of what has essentially been our contemporary apocalypse? Uh, I think it was just going to be something quiet, you know, like, so um, probably just a big meal with my husband, you know, he's a really good cook and then, you know, quiet night, nothing very fancy or exciting. What about you then? Uh, I'm thinking, uh, I'm trying to get away to a chalet, I think. Um, again, something quiet, but out of the city would be nice. Mm. Away from the uh, the zombie apocalypse. I think it's the same for all of us. Very quiet, very chill. Hopefully, uh, it'll be better next year. <laughs> so, thanks so much again for, for joining me on today's episode. Rajira, I have a question for you. Growing up in Thailand, was some like proper polite language something that was enforced at home? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I guess my family particularly, you know, like I um I actually never swear in Thai. Almost never. Like even now I have hard time when I um thought about this episode, I was really like kind of like, okay, holy crap, what am I gonna do? You know, like I actually don't really know a lot of swear words in Thai, but obviously I can swear in English. <laughs> yes, yes, you can. So you enlisted your sister's help, right, with bringing us some uh, fresh, some hip swear words and, and phrases? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I did some research online and I talked to my little sister about that. She's, uh, she's great at swearing. So, um, and I actually discovered a couple of words or phrase that I actually never heard before. So I'm excited about this as well. Ooh, well, I am personally dying of curiosity to learn some of them. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have many puns of these, just for a word. <laughs> Dan, back when you lived in Southeast Asia, did you learn any swear words during your travels to Thailand? Uh, 
I don't think I learned any in Thailand, no. I, c I certainly learned a few in, uh, in Vietnam when I was there, but uh, I don't remember the, the words exactly, but I do remember the translations. Uh, some of them were um, particularly creative. But the time that I spent in Thailand uh, wasn't spent collecting swear words either. I'm sure I heard them. I just didn't know what they were. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rajira, would you like to share with us uh, your collection, your beautiful collection of swear words? Oh, my God. I hope my father is not listening to this. But, yeah, let's go. Okay. So, I'm trying to uh, categorize them. Okay. So... The first group of swear word that I want to talk about today is about animals. Okay, so like um, Thailand is the is the is a Buddhist country, right? So like we believe in um, um, reincarnation, you know. So and we believe that like animal are lower life um, form, um, you know, basically like you born as animal and then you do good things and finally you become human. So I'm guessing, I mean, this is my guess, you know, so I'm guessing that's why we have a couple of swear words that um, refer to animal. So the first popular one, the first one that is the most popular, I say, it say it's here. So which literally means monitor lizard. So, but this word is actually used kind of close to like, very, very similar to fuck in English, I think, you know, so you can use this as a swear word, interjection, or you can use to emphasize something. So here, this is the first word. It does not sound what, like what it's supposed to mean. The literal translation does not sound like that at all. <laughs> well, actually, the animal um, has a different name too. This is like they have like this animal has two names because like this name also have a swear word, right? So actually, if you ask kids, they would know it under a different name. Oh wow! Okay, so there's a yeah. softer version, like a kid-friendly version, and an adult version of it. I guess so, but I mean, um, the the softer version, the kids version, is not a swear word, you know. So it just word, just the name of the animal. So, but yeah. So yeah, definitely this one is the first one. And then the second one, um, along the same line as what I was saying earlier about how you was you born as animal first. So the second one would be chatma. Chatma. So this means a dog, you a dog. So basically just someone dirty, someone stupid, or something like that, you know. And then the next one, um, this we're getting a little bit more aggressive. So chang yet. So this means to be fucked. By elephant. <laughs> yes. So obviously, this used mainly for women, right? So to be fucked by elephant. So what? Chang is such a, you know, a big animal. Well, I mean, it's an animal that's very important in Thailand, and somehow I guess suppose it has big penis or something. I don't know. Do they have big penis? I'm not sure. What do you think? Well, speaking as an expert. <laughs> um... <laughs> Of elephant I, Yeah, funnily enough, when I uh, was in Thailand and I saw the elephants roaming around, I wasn't checking out the size of their package. Well, that's too bad. But I guess that was the thing. So, and then, uh, kind of similar to the other one, to the Chang Yet one, is Yet K. So, this means go fuck a crocodile. <laughs> 
this one is the action. So like basically you sending someone to do to fuck the crocodile, the crocodile, right? So this go mostly to the men. So you know, opposite of the other one. So you have that word yet, which means fuck, and then you can can be used as the you know to be or you know just to. So they're sort of gender specific. It's not like one is like fuck you, and then the other one's like fuck off. Yeah, it's more like kind of gender specific, I would say. Yeah, but like I mean, it could be used for both sex, but like mainly. The first one, the elephant one, is used for women somehow. So that's what my research say. That's so sexist. <laughs> I know. Well, actually, we will come to that. But as I was doing my research, I came across a lot of swear word that women specific. Actually, we can talk about that right away um, as well. So, like you know, so of course it's always like about how women has to l love just one man and you know be married to one man and otherwise you slut your whole right. So there's a couple of this. So the most classic one is dog tong, which uh, means golden flower. It's really beautiful, right? Golden flower. <laughs> so um, I was digging into this a little bit. So basically, like this word is actually mentioned a lot in Thai literature and folklores. So it's but it's always referred to a woman who sleep with many men. So um, but there's also a name of a character in a very famous Thai literature um, that named this as well. But also up, but she also has two husbands. So um, and I also discovered that um, in the about 100 year back, um, in Bangkok, there's um, this area uh, that has a lot of uh, whole houses. So, and a lot of prostitutes come from China or Malaysia. And there is a Malay word, loktong, which means whole. So, I'm guessing that it could be kind of like the original of that word. So, the literal translation is golden flower, right? That's right. Yep. That then does, doesn't that sound very uh, pretty and beautiful in English? Like a, like a lady, completely the opposite of a whore? It kind of, I mean, I don't know if it's the same in Thai, but I think in English you could see that there would be a sense of irony to it. Like mm. when you call someone a princess, it, it's not a nice thing to call them. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine so, you know, because maybe it means just like beautiful flower, right? So therefore you have a lot of bees around you. Is that possible at all? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, that's a good image. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, but it's a, it's one um, very popular curse word for a woman. Interesting. So yeah. if, if you don't like... If, if you gossip about your girlfriends behind their back, you can call them duck tongs. That's right. Nice. I mean, if they sleep with many people, yes. <laughs> but it actually, you know what? It's actually used kind of like, um, you know, like when you call someone, I guess it's kind of just like a term of endearment for someone that you're very, very close with as well. I, what? I never use, yeah, 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 it's kind of just like, I don't know. Like, I suppose it's kind of like the English when you say like that she's my bitch or something. I don't know. I'm I'm just guessing. Do we say that down in English? Like, you know. 
Well, not me personally, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm uh, thinking. Uh, I mean, in Australia, like people call their friends cunt all the time. Ooh. So I'm guessing it's a bit like that. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I I don't call my friend that either. You know, like. But uh, yeah, I heard people calling each other like that before, but not really. What would be the the male equivalent of this? Do you know? Um, no, I I well, I mean, it's a good question that you ask that because I wonder the same thing. You know, like because I start to come across a lot of uh, um, curse word for women, so I start looking. Oh, wait a minute, do we have one? Well, do we have some that is specific to men? But uh, actually, no. Like at least not one that means slut. So there's one um, that I found that is like not women. It's kind of a curse word, but not not very very offensive. Let's say so. It's it's a hawk hat, hawk hat. So this means broken spear, which which is a dick, of course. You know, so um, like you have a broken spear. So. <laughs> As the male, as the the male on the line, then how do you feel about this one? How what is the image that comes to mind? Would that be for someone who sleeps for, with too many women, or someone who can't get it up? <laughs> Not even like it has nothing to do with being slut or sleeping with too many women, because I mean traditionally all Thailand has many many women. That's how we roll. In the past, I mean, I guess now too, but I don't know. But yeah, it just mean like kind of just like uh, you stupid asshole or jackass or something like that. So, but it sort of implies the guy has a broken dick, like it doesn't work anymore, right? So he, he's he's lost his man power, shall we say? Um, okay, yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 possible, very possible. I think I think in a, a lot of languages that's usually the go-to, isn't it? That the guy is no longer virile. Yeah, that's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so one one had too many. The male equivalent had way too many women and is not virile anymore. And the female equivalent, she's like a beautiful golden flower that broke too many spears, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, that would make a beautiful story, though. I think so. Yes. <laughs> All right. So moving on to the next one. So it, we're still on the theme of like being a slut or like someone who sleeps with too many people. So this one is pronounced iroikwai. Iroikwai. It's been literally means a woman with one hundred buffaloes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Well, I guess I have to explain. I mean, buffalo is also a swear word that we call someone who's stupid. So um, an E is actually the form of address that you add in front of a woman name. So basically, like, it could be like Edora, for example. It's just like to pronounce it like, you know, like, I don't like you. So it's, it's, just, a, it's just a mean uh, form of address for a woman. So in this case, it's Eroikwai, which means the woman with 100 buffaloes. Are buffaloes uh, known as being stupid animals? I didn't know this. Dan, you know well, more about animals than, than I do. They're not particularly bright. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I don't think they're like stupid. Um, stupid. I don't know. But for us, the word "kwai," which means buffalo, is also an insult. So if you say that this person is like a kwai, it's mean that the person is stupid. Wow. Okay. So an e, like the the letter e, like a electronic something. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You can use this for absolutely any like. Is there gender? Is it gender specific, or you can use it in front of any name um, whatsoever? It, it is gender specific, um, but it's also changing. Like before, you only use e um, for women, but now it's not like that anymore. So we start seeing men using that word in front of the a man name as well. So the men call, if you don't like a guy, can you call him a buffalo as well? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can call uh, buffalo is um is for both, but e is actually an, a form of address for women, but also started to be used for men now. Hmm, interesting. So I couldn't say e then, for example. What would be the male equivalent? For that, ah, that's I. I. Yes. <laughs> so I for males, E for women. Wow, today I learned. <laughs> it's not very nice. Like I mean, you're not supposed to call someone like that. You know, you're not. I'm not gonna go and call you Idora and go call Dan, I Dan. You know, so but it's just, uh, um, yeah, it's it's kind of mean, but not like. So so bad, but basically these just mean like a a woman who has one hundred buffaloes. Interesting. That's so does that bizarre. mean that you does that mean that you have to have different translations for things like iPods? No, no, no. It it's sounds a, like the insults being put in front of the. <laughs> That's a good thing that you asked, actually. But uh, no, like we don't think about it that way now. We just call it iPod. We, well, I mean, because actually Thai language is uh, tonal, right? So we actually have um, five tone in each word. So um, when I say I, it's actually I'm not pronouncing properly in the tone in the Thai tone because just I'm just adapting it to your ear. Basically, it's actually different word. Like when you say iPod, right? So that's I, but um, the word that we use for um, in front of the man name is I. So it's actually a different word for us, but I can see why you asked the question. You know, it's true that it's kind of just. Uh, but I mean, as I said, it's just kind of a form of address. Basically, you just uh, call people with that thing. You know, so are you guys ready for the next one? We're not done with the animals, are we? No, no, two more. I mean, oh, one more actually. So <laughs> this one is it's, it's new to me. So the word is chaniyotlian. Chani yotrian, okay. The word chani means a kibon, like a monkey, right? And yotrian, <laughs> yotrian mean koi operating machine. <laughs> <laughs> so chani yotrian mean the kibons that is koi operating, I guess, right? So, so like operating. a coin op, a coin op monkey. That's right. I mean, when I read this, my understanding right away is that um, cheap, right? Because you just use the koi. 
So I'm guessing it's a cheap whore, basically. That's my guess. I'm just imagining a coin-operated gibbon. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got a little slot in his back, and you put a quarter in there, and off he goes. As I'm surprised it's coins and not peanuts, to be honest. <laughs> well, the old adage yeah. being, if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys. Oh, no, we actually don't say that in Thai. Our monkeys don't eat peanuts. Oh, they eat coins, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they eat banana. Isn't that what all monkeys eat? I got attacked by a monkey in Indonesia for a bag of peanuts, so... Hmm. I don't know, I mean, unless he wanted to spend them on something. I don't know what he did with them. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, I mean, in Thailand, when you talk about monkey, you're like, oh, you feed them with banana. So it's all, oh, oh, you know what? Maybe this is related to that. What do you think? Maybe, right? Banana, monkey, monkey, kibon, banana, cock. What do you think? Maybe. So wait, this one is still used. Um, it's offensive towards women again, right? Again, again, we're still in the woman. I mean, but this is my last woman thing, actually. No, so, I have one more. Sorry. No male equivalent. I'm sorry? There's no male equivalent for this one. No, no, no. I mean, you know, it's, uh, I think it's just in our um, way, you know, like when um, it's really like that, you know, like men always had uh, several wives, you know, so like it's, you know, even the king, even, um, you know, like the more money you have, the more wives you're supposed to have. I mean, it's it's not the same now anymore, but still, you know, like uh, so men always have that um, mentality that they can, you know, and whereas if women do, uh, a woman does that, then it's being treated very, very um, differently. I'm still confused by the, the coin-operated monkey. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. Definitely. Yeah, let's, maybe we should just move along and leave me to my confusion. <laughs> All right, so here is the last one for women. So this one is new to me as well. So it's pronounced Jim Pit Meter. Jim Pit Meter. It's mean pussy with a meter. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a taxi. That's right. That's yeah. correct. That's exactly that. Oh, that's really gross. I know, right? Oh my god. And you, you realize it's so sexist. It's such a sexist culture, right? <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, man. You can. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I never thought about that, but as I was doing my research, this thing came up and I'm like, that is crazy. There's so many words that can be used against women. So, right. So those are my uh, women-specific curse words, so. Perfect. What about the, except for the broken spear one, do we have any for males too? Yeah. Um, there are a couple of um, other ones that are kind of used like neutral gender but can be more for men, but I mean, you know, but it's just uh, more neutral, but, you know, so. For example, um, so, oh, now we enter in the area of parents, the mom and the dad, okay? 
So now we start with พ่อมึงตาย which means that your father is dead. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> I know, right? Um, it can be used as an interjection, like when you uh, when you stub your toes on um, a table or on the bed, you say "Poor Mengtai," you know, which means that your father is dead. Or it can be actually used as like an insult to someone who uh, performed something very poorly, right? You know, like they, he didn't do a good job because his dad died or something. Yeah, so grim. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and then um, still in the mom and dad. So of course we have the fuck your mom, or go fuck your mom, or your mom is fuck. So it's all into this. So you have yet man, and then man yet, you know. So which is basically just uh, you know the variation of that thing. I think this is a classic one across all languages. <laughs> yeah, that's very crazy. How you know. You always have such offensive word for the love making session. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what is that literally? If you do the liter- literal translation of it. Oh, I mean, this is the literature, li- literal translation of that word. Yet mean fuck, and it's basically like fuck, as in you know, like very offensive word of you know. So, um, ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you have I, ma, which means mother. Yeah, it's it's quite similar to the Vietnamese, which is deep mat. Mm. But the mm. the literal mm. translation of the Vietnamese is just go mother. Like you don't even have to put the rest of it in. Oh, that's so classy. <laughs> yeah, there's a longer form of it that has all the rest of it, which is deep mat mat. I think if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but um, so that one's go fuck your mother, but the other one's just go and mother. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I guess we have kind of a short form of that as well. Um, it would just say like "meh," which means just "mom." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it means the same thing, right? Like that's right. It's so like it's motherfucker. In the phone. Yeah. Next time I don't like someone here, I will whisper in my mask, "meh." <laughs> I think you've got quite enough swear words where you come from, Dora. I don't think you need to be adding any new oh, ones, do you? But I mean, when I listened to yours, um, it was like they are phrases, they are sentences. So I thought they were really cool and creative, you know. Like, so I was trying to find something creative, but like all I found was just like. All these offensive words for women. I'm like, why? What if I want to sleep with my 100 buffaloes? Or be a beautiful golden flower. But uh, exactly. I think I think the top one is definitely uh, uh, the coin uh, operating uh, gibbon. Was it right? That's definitely top one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's pretty weird. All right. So um, moving on to a more generic one, you know. So um. <clears throat> So this one is pronounced ha kin. Ha kin. Kin is mean eat. But in this sentence, it actually mean to be eaten by a plate. So because <laughs> I know, right? Um, you know, like of course, you know, like Thailand, many many years. I mean, 
200 years ago was hit by um, plague, like any other places, I suppose, you know, and uh, so there's a lot of horror story about this, you know, so whenever someone that's kind of just like ruin everything, you know, you kind of just call him a hagen, and that's just ruining everything like a plague. Well, that's very topical. Is it like a, a plague, like disease plague or a plague of locusts? Yes. No, a plague as disease plague. So like leprosy or cholera or something like that? Cholera, yes. Yeah. That's specifically yeah. cholera, actually. You're right, yes. Uh, malaria, I imagine, was probably a big one too, right? Dengue. Yes, but we don't call someone, um, you have malaria or, you know. <laughs> Go get malaria. <laughs> huh, no, it's really just this word, um, cholera, if you like. Fantastic. Um, okay, the next one is uh, kind of, uh, this This is the one that I, I like quite a bit as well. So it's called Pak Para. Pak mean mouth. Para is a fermented fish, which is a condiment very popular in Thai cooking. But it has very, very strong smell so that a lot of people actually cannot eat it. I think it's very popular in Southeast Asia, so I'm sure Dan knows, right? So it's a fermented fish, basically. So like, a is it a fish sauce or is it a... No, it's like it has, it's really fermented with like rice and, you know, like salt. So it's really smelly, really, really smelly. And you eat the whole fish thing or you would chop the fish up and throw it in like as a curry base or something like that. So basically, of course, it means somebody who has a bad mouth, you know, like who always gossip about people. So it's depend on the tone, you know, like or how you use it. So uh, it can be a my... Uh, insult, which means that this person, it's the person who likes gossiping too much, or it could be really someone who just talks shit about people all the time. So you call the person Pakpara, so it's the mouth of the fermented fish, basically. Wow. It's, it's such a sing-song insult. <laughs> yeah. But that's what my husband say. He always said that, like, he never feel like hearing he never thought he hear any swear word in thai because it's all very singer-songy right so that's how we talk you know so yeah land of smiles ah oh, land of smile <laughs> <laughs> i seem to have hit a nerve no 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 <laughs> that's fine then it's okay all right <clears throat> so you guys are ready for the next one Yes. So this one is a little bit, um, this one has a little bit of story as well. So um, it's a very short word and um, easy to pronounce if you want to take this one on. Uh, it's pronounced as pret. Pret. Actually, I should have asked you to repeat after me for all the, but you know what? We can go back and repeat after them. So, pret. So this one means hungry ghost. <laughs> Well, it's a specific type of ghost, actually. So this bread, it's the ghost of people who abuse their parents, either verbally or physically, before they die. So once they die, they'll become this ghost. It's called bread. So this ghost specifically lives in uh, temples, you know, because they can't go anywhere. And it has a very distinctive appearance. So it's very, very tall. Like, could be, like, I don't know, five stories building tall and very, very thin. 
with a giant hands and feet, but very, very tiny mouth. So they said that it's as small as needle. So which means that they cannot eat. So this happened when you um, hurt your parents. So this happened after you. So um, so it can be used um, sadly for to insult someone who is very tall. You know, so when you see a tall person, you just nickname the person Fred. But this is also um, a curse word, you know, for someone who's like really ugly or something. It's so funny how people around the world are mean to tall people. It's very bad in Thailand, actually. I mean, I think it's like, um, I mean, I have a, a friend from Peru and she told me, you know, like everyone has a nickname, you know, based on their appearance, right? So growing up, I had a few too. But let's wow. not talk about it. It's <laughs> so if you see a tall person on the street, you'd just be like, hey, look, a hungry ghost. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's always like, you know, someone who's tall and thin, you know, and you like, you call them like, I pray it. Oh, you see? So this one is actually, you're right. This one is a little bit more um, inclined for men, actually. So you would put I in front of the word bread. So it could be I pray it. So it's like, Dan, I pray it. So it's like, Dan is a hungry ghost. Yeah, that's hey. me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, another one that is kind of similar to a bread, it just um, basically EP. So this just means ugly ghost, like ugly as a ghost. So, hmm. so, so it's kind ghost. of, yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah. We have a couple of ghosts, yeah. Per, yeah, I can see that ghost, food, uh, plagues. Excellent, excellent. Animals, animals, animals are good. Yes. I'm just wondering, like, if you're a good-looking person, can you have an ugly ghost? Or is that the point? Um, well, I mean, it, you can, it can be used as a nickname, right? So which means that it's kind of similar. If the person looks ugly, then you call the person EP, which means ugly as ghost, you know? <laughs> but you can also use it as just insult to anyone you know like if the person does something ugly you know like as in like something mean or something not nice or whatever you just call the person ep which means that you know like it's so ugly as a ghost it's very big in thailand superstition you know so um we have a lot of ghosts you know so there are some ghosts that let's say if you say the name of the ghost you know that that ghost is supposed to be beautiful like for example the ghost of the banana tree so <laughs> It's true, man. If you say that, so the name is Pitani. So it's the ghost that belong, uh, that live in the um, banana tree. And you know, everyone know right away, it's a common knowledge that this ghost is beautiful. It's always a woman. It's always beautiful. Of course, it's always a woman. Oh, I, am I not surprised? But at least she's... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. All this... <laughs> Ghosts are women. Oh my god. So to sum up, we have mm -hmm. uh, is I think animals was the biggest category at the end of the day. I'm not sure animals or ghosts. I don't remember which one. Food, quite a bit of, of food combined with ghosts. And mm -hmm. some some of them some com weird combinations with the ghost and food, right? <laughs> I think it's more like animal and I mean, animal. There's a lot of animals, 
and then um, some goals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And a little bit of food, you know. And then there's just basic sexual stuff. And the mom and the dad, of course. Yes, the essence of life at the end of the day. Sex, food. That's right. And some animals here and there for extra cuteness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this has been illuminating, in all honesty. Thanks so much, Rujira. I uh, feel that the coin operating given will will stay with me for a while now. <laughs> well, I can teach you how to pronounce it properly. Properly. So let's go. Chaniyarian. Chani Yorian Chan Chani Yorian Chani Chani This is Gibbon. But which is funny, you well, I mean you kinda use this word uh, refer to a woman too, like as a, in a you know, friendly, funny, silly way, you know, so you just call oh that Gibbon. So that Chani is my friend or whatever. And you know, it's not necessarily an insult. Yes, so Chani, and then the other word is Yadrian. Yadrian. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. I will use Chani then, definitely. <laughs> what about for you, Dad? What was uh, the one that stood out the most that you think you will be uh, running away with from now on? Well, I think uh, the coin operator Gibbon is obviously one of the the highlights of the day, but I'm kind of torn between go fuck a crocodile and um, <laughs> um, I had another one there. I'm forgetting it for the second. Uh, oh, yeah, like um, the plague one. Go and get eaten by plague. How do you say that one? Ha Kim. Ha Kim. Mm -hmm. Ha Kim. Ha Kim. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's with N, the N in the end. N, so. okay. Yeah, yeah. So and what kin, was the, one, the word kin is mean eat. What was the one that sounded like Jamaric? Why? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, one of the early ones you said, uh, just when you were saying the word, uh, it ended with like koi or something like that. It, it sounded to me like Jamaric. Oh, Iroquois. Yeah, that one. Iroquois. Yeah. What does that so one mean? Woman with 100 buffaloes. Oh, yes, her. Yeah, the 100 Buffalo Woman, yes, that's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually that one is new uh, to me, I never heard it before. Chani uh, Yarian is new to me, um, the Koi Operating Gibbon, and Genetic Meter, which means Pussy with Meter, is also very new to me. These are new curse words. That is, that is absolutely fantastic. I am in awe at these fantastic curse words that I just learned. Um, and I think they can be applicable very, very easily uh, to our current circumstances as well. So there you go. Well, I'm glad I delighted you <laughs> with my curse words. And I'm, I'm still hoping that my father is not listening to this. Does he speak English? <laughs> He speaks some English, but the problem is actually I we ne we're not allowed to curse at home. So yeah, I know. think the problem is that he speaks Thai. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I try to put in like all the fours after my curse word, you know. So I'm like put it in there, you know, so it's come out kind of mean. So yeah. 
I promise not to share the link with your family if mm. you promise that. <laughs> if you don't. No, I have to share this with my sister so that I can tell her that I actually use her suggestion. So she'll be happy to hear that. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for enriching our cultural knowledge, Rujira. As a final note, let's wish everyone, our listeners, a happy new year in our languages. Let's start with you, Rujira, the star of the show, the star of the episode. How would you say happy new year in Thai? Okay, we don't have to do this with curse word, right? No, unless you want to. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We just say Sawatipi Mai, which means hello, New Year. Oh, that's so poetic and beautiful. Well, in Romanian, it's the same way that you say happy birthday, the exact same words. La multian. So what does it mean? Does it mean just like happy or something like that? Many years. It means many years. Then, nice. how do you say it's a New Zealand flavor added on top of it? Well, we're very boring and we just say Happy New Year. Usually really <laughs> drunkenly and shouting. <laughs> just to be interesting, I'll say Chuk Mung Nam Moi, which is the Vietnamese version, although that's more for tech. <laughs> so I was very, very happy that uh, I got the opportunity to welcome you. <laughs> Seriously, I had a bunch of these. <laughs> these puns are very tired. <laughs> thank you yeah. so much. Thank you, Dora. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was great fun. Thanks for letting me come on. This concludes our first season of Foul Mouthed. If you enjoy what you heard and want to have more fun with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at foulmouthed underscore pod. You can also support our network by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Finger Guns Club. Please leave us a rating and a comment and don't hesitate to share any colorful swear words or phrases from your own language, even if directed at us. Until next year, or how we say in Romanian, Drumbun, cale batuta, cinte prinde, sete futa. La anu și la mulți ani. This has been a Two Finger Guns Club production. Pew, pew.